0: This month we partnered with D Co, the leading clothing and lifestyle brand for sizes 14 to 32.
1: I love that they offer a large range of brands through their Dia shop and their style box subscription.
0: You can shop our favorite pieces that you see on our TikTok through our Swipe Fat wish list.
1: Use code SWIPEFAT to get 30% off your first order.
0: For more information, visit Dia.com slash swipefat. Welcome to Swipe Fat. We're dying. <laughs> Is that what you want?
1: <laughs> Welcome to Swife Fed. I hate cheese. And now I'm Flemmy.
0: <laughs> I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Nikki. And I um, my mouth is numb because my dumbass decided to go get a cavity filling right before recording.
1: <laughs> we're and I ate cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know that I'm slightly maybe allergic to it.
0: <laughs> so we're really responsible humans. So responsible.
1: I'm really proud of
0: us (laughs) yeah but while I was in the chair I did like learn something I think I might have a um like a fantasy a sexual fantasy about like being with a dentist
1: okay that is the first time I've ever heard (laughs) anyone say that ever like who has a sexual fantasy of getting I guess drills holes
0: yeah yeah I don't know I just so, I mean, my dentist is fairly attractive. He's young. Um, but, like, the way he was just, like, yanking my head around, like, gently but firmly, I was like, <laughs> this is kind of hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ended up getting annoyed with him probably, like, 10 minutes after I had that thought because I was tired of keeping my mouth open. Um, but yeah, but until that moment, I was like, I could see doing it in a dentist chair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: interesting interesting uh, I want I want to see how this would play out in a bedroom scenario I,
0: I I don't think it would I don't I think it's very much um just a thought it just never never happens never plays out like never a, s-
1: never say never Nikki
0: if a man came to me in my bedroom and was like let me drill that tooth I'd be I'd laugh and be like fuck off <laughs> oh lord uh, how are you
1: You know, I'm surviving, um, surviving, surviving. Well, you know, I guess surviving and thriving, who knows? Ooh, (laughs) tell me more. Well, okay. I have dating updates. You want to hear some?
0: Yeah. You teased me with that, but like you didn't give me any deep, So I want to know.
1: Okay. Well, you know, most of it. I, so, you know, I went on a second date with happy ending. Yes. It was not a happy ending, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Here's the things that I think I learned from this experience. Yes. Do not go on 10 hour dates.
0: I thought we learned this already, but.
1: I thought we had to, I think towards the end, I was he offered to drive me home and I was sort of like, well, Ubers are so expensive.
0: <laughs> My time is worth more than $60. <laughs> yeah,
1: I learned that. And then I think also it was so intense so quickly. Yeah, and um because you know you're on a 10 hour date which is basically like dates two through six mm-hmm. <laughs> in one sitting session and i i just think that that's not and that's not where i am headspace wise okay and um it was not it for me it did not end well
0: it did not end well does he know it didn't end well
1: yes i told him that uh he's a great guy and Uh, he will meet someone great as well it's just not me
0: um I mean but did you guys kiss at all did you do like were there any good parts
1: if if we had had a 10-hour date and we didn't kiss I think that that would have been the largest red flag of all time um yes we kissed okay so it's a very weird situation actually very romantic okay so we uh, we go for drinks right mm-hmm. and then after drinks this is probably hour six
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> of ten <laughs> where we went to like an o- like this overlook of the city it's like this park quarry in bridgeport and we're sitting on a rock and like it's very romantic the sun is setting there's all these couples around us and um the he doesn't try to kiss me during the sunset and after the sun sets I turn around and I see that there's this like rapper recording a video behind us <laughs> of course yeah of course because there's this like humongous light like I was like where did that come from And then I realized it's this guy who's like sorry I'm about to like record my music video and we were like oh yeah that's cool and I turned back to to my date happy ending and I was like well that kind of sucks because I kind of wanted to kiss you and he was like, "Okay, you can kiss me." What? That's
0: that's gross.
1: I know. Well, it felt a little like role reversal. Uh-huh. Um, like I was the man in the situation, which I think I found out later that's not for me. Um, <laughs> and so I kissed him, and, but it was a literal like, mm-hmm. not even that was too lippy. Honestly, oh,
0: like dry ass. Like yeah, the like hard. A- the hard yeah nobody no no
1: no you can't even hear noise because there's nothing yeah nothing yeah so I was a little drunk um at this point and when we parted lips I said that's it (laughs) 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 and he didn't he didn't well he heard me he was like what and I was like nothing (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately I think at that point you know I had got
0: I had gotten the ick yeah that's when you know that's when you know Mm -hmm. and then you decided to go to dinner with him so you could get a ride home
1: yeah well that sounds bad but um but that's what it was a little a little bit I think that that's what it was in my head but then we he drove me home and I was like well let's try one more time and it was just isn't not great yeah so um yeah I was like okay Mm -hmm. he's so nice and I felt like we had a lot in common Mm he was very sweet guy but uh not for not for me
0: not for you any other dating horizons
1: I have a date tomorrow.
0: What? Yeah. With different, who? Different guy. Different guy. Okay, that's all you're telling
1: me? <laughs> um, also from Instagram. Oh. Hmm.
0: Do I know this person? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better than just DMing all the time.
1: I mean, honestly, I feel like I have momentum. Let's At this do point, it. Let's just keep going. Yeah. I'm I find this man attractive. Do we think that it'll be great? We don't know, but let's keep going like, you know, mm-hmm. we got to keep this train moving.
0: I like it. I like this. So, I like this drive.
1: I'm just trying to be very bold, so I sort of asked him, but
0: Ooh. you know. Okay.
1: Yeah. We'll update later.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I I can't wait for the updates.
1: Yeah. I don't have a name for him yet, but maybe we'll have one after By the, the date. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I don't yeah. feel like he has any distinctive
0: feature, like qualities. You'll you'll know. learn. You know. Yeah, you we know don't know. know right now. Is that he's Instagram from Instagram? I think
1: I I really like the fact that like I don't know a ton. I think online dating is honestly it stresses me out because it's like I know too much about you. Yeah. Before we meet, and it's like I have all these like ideas of what it's yeah exactly and it's like not healthy
0: mm-hmm. for
1: me i think yeah. for other people it probably helps them be less anxious i think it makes me more anxious
0: mm-hmm. i get that
1: yeah so i i don't know i think that's why i like i don't know meeting people in the wild is for me feels like more i don't know i'm sure for everyone it feels more organic and whatever yeah. but i don't know whatever so yeah i think uh colorado i know people are going to ask has not we still have not spoken so we're we're icing him. He's out. He's, He's out.
0: out. Yeah. Fuck absolutely. Colorado.
1: Absolutely. I Unless was sad he comes back
0: around and you like him, then bring back Colorado, but right now, fuck Colorado.
1: Yeah. No, I think we're really in a solid fuck Colorado okay. um state of mind because mm-hmm. you can't it's not that difficult to text someone. It's not no. And I'm not asking for a lot. And honestly, I should be asking for more. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, that's where we are with that.
0: Okay. Fuck Colorado.
1: Does anyone have anyone for me to date? That's, but they, I think the rule should be they are here.
0: Yes. I think, yeah.
1: Because I'm over a long distance. That, mm. yeah.
0: <laughs> for, for me, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For
1: also you. someone who's like thousands and thousands of miles away. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different then. um someone who lives only four or five hour drive.
0: yeah yeah it's different he actually comes uh this week I know Mm -hmm. yeah he um I
1: love how you get so tight-lipped about it
0: once I know um he actually asked me if I wanted a piece of his art
1: whoa
0: yeah I was like uh we we haven't decided if that's too soon or not um he told me to look but I'm like well like what happens like, like I guess
1: so, you mean like, if you break up
0: yeah I'd have to keep it I couldn't destroy it I asked him if any of his exes has ever ever destroyed his art and he's like no you'd have to keep it because I'd need it i need it <laughs> i <I'd> need it
1: <laughs> then then maybe it's too soon I feel like you would want to destroy it <laughs>
0: No, I don't. I haven't. I'm actually, joking. I'm joking. I actually haven't destroyed anything like that I've had of exes. I usually like put it, like I hide it.
1: Okay. Is it weird that I have earrings
0: from an ex? I wear them all the time. Like, oh, like gifts? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking like photos and different like things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> my my exes have never given me actual physical item gifts before. So I think art is different because sure, it reminds you of the person, but it's yeah. also like, I don't know. Yeah, he he was like, you can look, or I can pick something out. And like looking at his pieces, there's one like one that would make sense to be in my home. But then there's this black and white drawing, and it's a leather jacket uh, on the back. It says, "I fucked your girl." Oh, I kind of. With love boots, that. I was like, I kind of want that in my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> I've not I've been told him that though. Um, well, he'll find out on Friday. Yeah, maybe he'll listen on his uh, his train ride in, <laughs> and he doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't have that piece of art with him. <laughs>
1: i feel like you would know that that's your vibes yeah i don't know so fun though you're gonna have a fun weekend
0: Mm -hmm. we are i don't really have much planned but yeah i think that's good though Uh uh-huh we were gonna go to bingo or i said we should go to bingo and then i was like wait no that's too overwhelming and he's like not a wet blanket i can have fun like let's do bingo (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) i've I've but decided. It's,
1: I think that the way that it's overwhelming is that it's your place of employment. Work.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: Uh, you'll know like 90% of the people there. I know. It's, it's less about him being a wet blanket and more about it being I know. Like, all these so, people. You I've know. decided
0: against it. I've decided against it.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I think he can hang. Yeah. I'm saying that. I think it's the, it's- I would be nervous in that situation with you.
0: Yeah. I know. Uh. So he'll be here. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it's another good weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, at least you didn't get ghosted.
0: Who got ghosted? Me. Oh, but from Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, <laughs> yes. You, you I guess you did get ghosted. I did. Pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty hard, pretty hard ghosting
1: situation. Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck Colorado. Um, you know who else is having a hard time dating? Mm. Um, today's guest. It seems like from her Instagram posts, Yeah. Dory, she's having a bit of a, a time. hmm
1: Yeah, I saw her. Uh, was it a DM or a bumble? I don't know. Okay. Well, I saw, like, I think two or three things that
0: mm.
1: I was like, this is just so typical um, dating as a plus size woman on in this world but I'm interested to hear uh, so our guest today is um, Megan um, Miss Giggles and she is a content creator and fat activist um, but she's also on OnlyFans and so I'm really interested to hear about her experience on that site Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: just hear more about like her sex positive journey so I'm really excited to have her on.
0: I know, you've been following her for so long. I really have. Um, I'm a mega fan. You're a mega Megan fan?
1: Mm. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Tad jokes. (laughs) I got (laughs) them. Hi, Megan. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the pod. I know. Well, I'm like, I have been
1: following you forever, I feel um and I think that I so if I was thinking about like when I started following you which again was probably like three or four years ago right um it was because you were also a like fat positive body positive woman out there like having photos of yourself eating and like um and like eating foods that aren't deemed like healthier in your photos and stuff and I remember being like oh okay someone else is doing this too and it's not like a revelation you know what I mean because so many people would reach out to me and be like oh my god that's so brave of you to like eat a burger on your Instagram
2: <laughs> it's it's so brave to eat one of the most common foods in America right yeah no. <laughs> so brave,
1: I know. And I was like, "Oh, she's doing it too. Okay, this isn't like create like. This doesn't need to be a novelty. Like, yeah, it's, it's so brave,
0: reality. really. Like, bitch, why are you eating that? You shouldn't be. That's what they're
2: saying. A hundred percent. And um, you know, I actually started doing that because I used to have a lot of food anxiety. Uh, I used to get severe anxiety eating in public, eating foods that we deemed unhealthy, fitting into a very specific stereotype. So a way that I tried to like combat that was to look exceptionally like, not glamorous, but like normally and just eat the foods that I wanted to eat and try to assign that food has no value. And like that I'm allowed to indulge and especially because I feel like in the, food culture in Instagram and like food blogging, I don't see a lot of people that look like me
0: or really almost anyone,
2: you know, and that was something I definitely was craving, but I did get a lot of people really did love those photos and still do. It's probably one of my favorite things that people are just like hells yes I love seeing you you have a cheese bay one recently and I was
1: like oh my god girl you look amazing I want to
2: recreate that (laughs) where you can see the parmesan I was like that is the most quintessential Miss Giggles shot possibly I'm wearing like a silky dress yes full makeup so sexy on some cheese on a massive chicken parm. I was like yes this is it (laughs) (laughs) so jersey
0: too now i want oh, so to go jersey. So jersey.
2: jersey i'm not italian but i feel like from where i'm from in new jersey it's like uh, it's like you know it comes with the territory <laughs> totally. um i used to live in
1: uh, Hoboken hoboken oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah
2: neighbor I, was,
1: I know um all my friends live in jersey city now though i feel like people got pushed out of hoboken
2: I mean, yeah, but plus we're the cooler, more inclusive. You know, hundred oh, percent. I would never, even if I wanted to pay that amount, I would never live in Hoboken. I there's probably people listening from Hoboken being like, oh, it's like that, and I'm like, yeah, kind of is. <laughs>
1: oh amazing well I'm so glad that we're having you on because um I've loved you forever um but you okay so you just started dating again recently right you're dipping your toe
2: back in the I pond did, yes yeah like seriously dating yeah mm-hmm. like actually like actively on the apps going on dates like twice a week
0: oh like twice like a week like dater it. Yeah. I try to do it twice a week. That's a lot.
2: Yeah. You're doing uh, it. Especially with my busy schedule. It's like, I literally have to calculate. Like I had somebody come over Friday from like three to seven. <laughs> that was the time slot I had. I was like, okay, I got hard out. <laughs> this is what I'm going to on a date. And they were like, so they're like, yep, great. Cause mm-hmm. when you, you know, I like to- oh. Talk to a lot of like entrepreneurs and things like that are that are busy as I am. So, Mm -hmm. who get it? Yes, I am like a two a week dater right now.
0: How's it going? Because, like, from your Insta stories and like some captions you've been putting, it doesn't (laughs) seem like it's going like it's been like very successful so far. Or there's some, some frogs, I should say, that are like creeping in.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's always frogs. Um, I think you know, anyone who exists in a marginalized body is going to have difficulty dating online because certain people can't help themselves or mm-hmm. look past those things or have to make a spectacle of you as a human person because it's on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have some gems, like, but casual, and then I also have some frogs. Um, it's been a really interesting immersion back into the dating scene, and I feel as though... COVID, post-COVID, I don't want to say post-COVID because obviously it's still happening, but like the opening of America and like dating during this time is honestly the exact opposite of where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I feel like I took COVID, I took a break from dating for like six months, uh, which is pretty rare for me. And I just was like, I'm going to be single. I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm just going to concentrate building my businesses, which I did. And it was great. And I feel like I took that time to actually invest in myself and like, figure out what I needed and like that I could finally have like a very serious relationship after a bit and I feel like everyone now post-COVID is like oh it's the whoring 20s and all I want (laughs) is to literally have sex with anyone and everyone I possibly can Mm -hmm. and it's kind of been an excuse to treat people kind of horrendously so I feel like, like I came out of it a completely different place than everyone else and now I'm like oh maybe I should just not do this right now. Oh man, you're making
1: me stressed out. Oh <laughs> I have,
0: no.
1: <laughs> I have a date oh, this no. week. No, you're fine. I have a date this week and well, I feel like I'm having the opposite problem. Like I keep going on dates and like getting too intense too quickly. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it should be about fun and like okay, do we make each other laugh and stuff. Um and instead it's like hey, let's talk about our trauma. <laughs> oh
2: geez yeah I, feel like I know a lot of trauma bonding too I so definitely much feel trauma that way as well and sometimes I'm like I was looking for a release from right this. um as much as I want to care and understand and listen like what makes you you like first date you know talking about like dead parents and you know things like that and I'm like okay all right, I right let's got talk
0: it. about that in six dates, maybe yeah.
2: <laughs> I think like second or third I don't know third first date feels a little a bit much but Mm -hmm. it's just been all over the place I've never seen dating the way that it is and it's also because now everyone has re-entered into the dating pool Mm -hmm. and I feel like there was a lack for the past year and now that everyone's in it everyone's just like flying by the seat of their pants have no idea what's going on
1: yeah I know you're like an experienced (laughs) dater so it's like you know (laughs) you know the drill and
2: you're like, I am very good at like calling out the bullshit I don't know if I can curse on this yeah um, okay great <laughs> like I don't know I just curse oops um like calling out the bullshit I'm very good at like reading people but even I still you know like people who have showed interest and like waited a year mm-hmm. to go on a date with me still are like fumbling and mm-hmm. messing up so I'm like okay so I don't know what is happening here and I honestly and like if those people are messing up and mm-hmm. like wasting a year that they spent trying to woo me then like who else is going to really care Absolutely, like
1: that is my exact
2: yeah. situation it is your
1: situation
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Keep on yeah, I had her. a waiting <laughs> list
0: <laughs> yeah a waiting list like from like Instagram
2: or like just people in your life like um, just people in my life that like yeah. we matched um you know like I think around when pandemic started or you know things like that and I just was like not in the right headspace and they were being very COVID cautious I was being very COVID cautious and it was you know like it's just when the timing's right or like where we're in the right place like we'll finally meet up so it's like those people I'm like Mm -hmm. finally meeting up with Mm -hmm. and I think only like one so far has like that I'm like actually possibly interested in but it's way too early to tell but we waited like a year to finally hang out last week you know yeah did you talk the whole time or no very casually like like check-ins when we were feeling it I feel like COVID was the perfect time where you could give leniency and you can give understanding especially me because I had like weeks where I didn't want to talk to anyone romantically I didn't want to sext I didn't want you know to do really anything like that and I, I understood why other people felt that way too, because it kind of felt like, well, what's the point? <laughs> so like
0: Alex has had this this battle when building her dating profiles. Do you put that you're an influencer or any of your professions on your dating profiles or do you keep
2: that hidden? Like do you let people know f- like straight up? I do both actually. But- I do different things for different dating profiles because I actually, I learned last person I dated um seriously actually didn't have any social media whatsoever mm. and it was, they didn't know about my platform they didn't know what I posted they knew about my OnlyFans because I make that like very honest and clear because I like to see who can hang is what mm. I like to call it um, but like they knew about my professional work and my entrepreneurial work but you know that was actually really refreshing <laughs> and nice but then I also have it where I like having my crushes like I like seeing my crushes like avidly looking at my stuff and engaging and like you know I like to thirst trap them very explicitly <laughs> if it excites me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a combination of both but I like to say that I'm like a profile assassin. I think that I am great at designing a dating profile. Like I have a lot of luck. I get a lot of matches okay um that's never really been a problem and I was actually thinking about starting a business doing that to be perfectly honest you like, should can I, I
0: be one of your co-workers yeah, because people, that. Send, people really send, send me their profiles and they're like
2: can you change this for me what do I need to do so I'll be your first employee yeah we need to start this business because <laughs> I would love to help like other people marginalize this like bodies yeah. because they know how difficult it is especially mm-hmm. with online dating so I'm like anything I can do to assist other people, it doesn't mean the people are better. Yeah, but you know, I can get you a little bit through the door mm-hmm. a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I'm very clear, especially um, with people who ask. Like, I will have my OnlyFans. I do have my Instagram on Tinder, okay, um, but like I won't have it on Bumble because I like them to get to know me a little bit better. And I feel like, okay, I'm on Instagram, and then they can see what it's about, but. The frustrating thing about having an online presence is people perceive that to be everything that you are Mm -hmm. and a reflection of self. And I wouldn't say that it's not me, but it's definitely an upped personification. So Mm -hmm. definitely more concentrates on like sex positivity and being like a bad bitch. And I happen to be more calm and like, you know not so direct in Mm -hmm. person, still very direct, but not in the same way. Yeah. So that's the thing I don't like about people who don't know me because the people who know me are very clear of who I am as a person. But when you're trying to do that dating, you're trying to get people to learn and know about you. Sometimes it's like too much of one part of yourself. And I feel like for me, I consider myself such a multifaceted being that Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's only one facet. So I hope I attract people who are ready to learn about all the other ones. Yeah. Do you feel like it like intimidates
1: a lot of
0: people are 100 oh, yeah
2: i mean i scream intimidation you know people and that's the thing too i'll also get fetishized without the bat because they're like oh i just need you to dominate me and you're a very tough you know confident strong fat woman who's just gonna put me in my place and i'm like am i right, right. okay <laughs> i guess yes. great thanks for uh putting me in all these roles i didn't sign up for yeah <laughs> um but i 100 percent intimidate people which to my friends is really funny because they're like you're not to like to my own horn but they're like you're one of the nicest people we know right <laughs> but it makes me laugh when people are like yeah I'm 100% intimidated by you but it's when people well, I think it's are- not
1: just your persona right but it's like you're also an entrepreneur right. like you're doing all this activism I feel like it's totally not just like that you have this you know, miss giggles or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, you've got all these other things going for you too. So I would think it would, I don't know. I feel like I run into this a lot where guys are like, I don't know. You're too put together for me or like you have your shit Imagine together too
2: much. saying that to someone though. Yeah, I'm like, yeah that to me, when, if somebody was like put together and have all their shit together, I'm like, yes, thank you. That's hot. Um, functioning <laughs> adults is super hot. I don't know who needs to hear that about um, being in healthy, comfortable relationships with functioning adults who also maybe have some other shit together. Cause I don't think everyone has all their shit together. No, like absolutely, you know, working to become a better human every day. I'm like, what's more attractive than that? But definitely, I think I have a lot going on and I don't hide that. And I definitely have things that I prioritize but for the right person they're not gonna be intimidated by that. They're gonna see that as opportunity. And I think for me, I've always been attracted to very busy people because those people who make time for me makes me feel even more special. Just like me making time for them.
1: Yeah. I think, okay. So I know that like a large part of your Instagram account is talking about like body positivity, overall representation of larger bodies on the internet. How do men respond to that when, or women too, you date both, right?
2: Yeah. I have to say that.
1: (laughs) That was a horrible way to
0: say it. But.
2: Yeah, no, that's okay. I understood what you meant. So <laughs> perfectly fine. Um, I mean, women are in in terms of wanting to date me are wonderful. Um, for the most part, obviously, I can't you know overall genderize. Not all people are great, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but sadly, everyone that has a crush on me like doesn't live in my state. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's always something like that. But I, it's a huge difference from when, you know, women or non-cis males uh, hit on me compared to cis males. And I definitely think uh, existing the way that I do, people perceive that to be an open invitation, that I am not only available to be asked on dates, but also that I will be a willing participant no matter what, which Mm -hmm. is pretty horrifying, to be perfectly honest. Um, People are just like, you're going to go on a date with me, or like, you're willing to do X, Y, and Z, or I can sexualize you from the gate, and you're going to be comfortable with that. Like, just because you're sex positive? Yes, definitely that's the problem with, you know, being sex positive on the internet, is that we have so much work to do, and that people just perceive that if you are a sex positive individual, that means that you are open to being sexualized. Which is not the same thing whatsoever, no and you know i'm a sex positive woman that doesn't mean i'm a sexual being for anyone and everyone so it gets very frustrating and it definitely comes out through dating where people think that they can immediately without even speaking to me sexualize me sexualize my body tell me what will make them happy what their kinks are you know not Mm -hmm. asking consent for having these discussions and you know it's it is hard in that way, because you want people to understand and that you are a part of this movement. You are educated in sex positivity, uh, queer identity. You know, um, Like for me, like I call myself a sex geek. I am always actively learning about new things in the sex positive community, but it also opens up people to perceive that they just have access to you.
1: It's just like one more thing I think that you have to think about. So like you're already in a marginalized body, right? Like. And then you have to add on another layer. It's like, how many layers do I have to add on to like make it more complicated for someone to see me as a person (laughs) and not just a body
2: that, you know, is there for their enjoyment? 100%. And I mean, it's as if people just find their fetishes Mm -hmm. and believe that you are no longer a person. They treat you not like a human being. And think that that is not only allowed and accepted because you are a marginalized person that you're just going to take it, which is 100% not the case. And I feel like that's something that I try to have the strength to not only educate, but, you know, direct people into why they're saying or what they're doing is incorrect and to like send resources because like it is a lot of emotional labor and I know a lot of people shouldn't even have to do that Mm -hmm. and I feel like as though because I sometimes have the capability to do it I'll choose to do it but also it's exhausting Mm -hmm. you know. So you mean you're like responding to people who say things that you find like offensive
1: and you're like here's what you need to do to be better or?
2: Yeah this is why it's offensive. I mean I don't know if these people are actually going to listen and understand, Yeah. but sometimes I'll just tell someone to go fuck themselves too. You know, <laughs> depends yeah. on the day.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Depends what your, your, yeah, depends on the moment.
2: availability. Yeah. Monday night I'm sitting on my couch watching TV. I'm going to, you know, I can go into a more discussion of like, well, here's why you fucked up. That's and, cool. then, or other times when I'm just like, you know, mid working, I'm like, oh, okay, go fuck yourself. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you decide,
1: like, I'm going back to this, like, crush, I love how you call them your crushes. My
2: crushes, yes. I love it.
1: (laughs) Um, How do you decide to give someone a a shot? Like, obviously, like, you have to be into it, but, like, how does that happen for you? Is it, like, what what turns you on, like, when someone is, like, approaching you?
2: I definitely think clear and concise communication. I'm very big on communication, and that doesn't mean that I need constant communication, I just never wanna be guessing how someone feels about me. And I want that to be very clear. Um, I also like people who, you know, it's not that they have to have similar interests, but like I want somebody that has interests and has hobbies and like is willing to teach me about them. I love learning what other people are into and like what things bring them joy like I really like that like human connectivity um between us and I like people who are interested in what I'm doing I always like to say that like I want to be someone's number one cheerleader and I want them to be in my court no matter what right there with me I feel and- like you just described Nikki to a
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we the Stop same it. person yeah <laughs>
1: This is why I like you, Megan,
0: because you're basically Nikki. Oh, <laughs> us yeah, in New Jersey. I'm glad I'm glad that you said that because she's talking and I'm like, wait, <laughs> that
2: that's what I like. I know. Yeah. I needed a person. But also you can get those things from friendship. Mm-hmm. From you, can. you know, yeah. doesn't always have to be a partner. It doesn't have to be a serious yeah. partner. Like mm-hmm. I have great friends with benefits that are my friends, like actually that we occasionally have sex and the sex is literally uh, maybe what if, it's not even a part of the friendship, but I've had like genuine friendships with people that have been my partners and I'm like so thankful that I still have them in my life. But um, I definitely think my crushes, it's like one, they have to be cute, obviously. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And also like actively like keeping me engaged and that doesn't like I'm not somebody that texts all the time now I'm like I have too much work sadly but just like makes it that I feel special it's like the number one thing as long as I feel special like I'm good like I don't need much more I'm pretty self-sustaining woman you know again I feel uh, yeah you just described me again (laughs) (laughs) categories Um, yeah. yeah. But everything else is like secondary. It's like, make me feel special, be a great communicator and quality time. Like, you know, like actively nothing turns me on more than a male that makes plans. Like this oh, yes. Christ <laughs> like, for real. Make, or anyone that makes plans. I just had somebody yeah. recently, I've been like, we're casually dating. Who's a woman. And I told them I wanted to go to the Williamsburg hotel and they're like, okay, when can you go? And I was like, okay great yeah I and just booked in I was like that's fucking hot as shit mm-hmm. you know yeah, really
1: no honestly like for me that is like a guaranteed if you plan the date I'll go
2: yeah like, oh my like, god I'm in I had somebody bring me to a dive bar that happened to have pinball because they remembered I said I loved pinball and I was like this is the best date you could have possibly brought me on because when I love dive bars and the fact that you were listening and you found a bar with pinball in New York City and didn't tell me and I was surprised I was like that's it It doesn't have to be like this extravagant you know crazy thing it's like just listen to someone and you know actively find something that will excite them or interest them I know I feel like that's why Nikki
1: why I feel guilty about happy ending this guy was like Went on a few dates with. Oh, his he, nickname's Happy Ending. Yeah, yeah. because he no. loves the show Happy Ending, not because oh, there was not a
0: happy endings. ending. There
1: were no happy endings <laughs> um to be had. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. like, he was so thoughtful, and I was like, "This is I. I feel bad because it's like I want to like you so much because you're like taking all the things that we talked about and like perfectly curating a date based on that. That's so sexy,
0: but then." The, the kiss the dry me. ass kiss
2: oh no like
1: you know the
0: puck like the it's
1: like it the kissing pucker? your mom I yeah, felt yeah. like I was kissing my brother or something
2: it was like a hard. it was like and done no like, noise no, noise. no, no noise. intimacy no connectivity oh. it's like I am a slut for intimacy especially in a post-covid world like I feel like everyone came out of it being like, where are the sex parties? Where's the orgies? And I'm like, where's the cuddles? Yeah. Where's <laughs> so the holding hand? Yeah. yeah. Oh my, God, my neck and I'm done. And I just talked about this with this current person I'm going on dates with. And it literally was like, yeah, we had our crazy times. And we're both like attractive people in New York, but we're like, yeah, I just want to feel connected to someone and have them connected to me. Like, is that yeah. kinky
0: now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it is kinky now. If, if it,
2: it is, kinky, then that's, that's so my new kink. <laughs> yeah, people are so afraid of intimacy. So I'm like, yeah. it really is a kink. It's like, I'd re- people are like, I'd rather be tied down to a tree <laughs> than <laughs> like show, you know, emotional availability. <laughs> oh my God, I know. It's so it's sad. Bad. It's, it's bad, it's so bad. I used to be like that. And I really took, I had two bad breakups. Uh, in the beginning of COVID, well, one wasn't so bad, but it needed to end and it lasted too long. And, you know, I had one that was bad and was shattering and all that stuff, but so glad it ended. And I feel like I took that time instead of like re-entering into the dating force when really like invested in myself. So it's kind of frustrating now dating and being like, no, I actually kind of want something like real, not just like sex. And even the people who want sex just want like one time Sex, you know,
0: it's fine and it can be it's fun, fine, but don't like, it's,
2: communicate it's, that though, as it's long as you're honest about that, there's nothing wrong with it. But you also have to communicate yeah. that with people, don't leave people on to get paid, just set your intentions, and then you're perfectly fine. <laughs> like, it's that easy. I it don't is understand, why people not a revelation. I agree. Casual sex is great. Just be honest with your partners and make sure that they know about each other and, you know, mm-hmm. practice safe sex practices, whatever works for you and you're golden. Totally.
0: Honestly, yes. I, to say
2: I understand why that's hard. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not right? It's, the, it's asking the bare minimum of people.
0: In the beginning of quarantine, is that when you started your OnlyFans?
2: I did, yes. I started the first month of um, okay. quarantine because I had a full-time dog walking business. And obviously, during COVID, those beginning months of lockdown, I live in the New York City area. It was very rough Uh, during that time. You know, we were the hot spot of COVID for the first three months. Um, So I had no work besides like influencing at the time. And I've never had free time like that. I was like going out of my mind crazy. And so I had demand for it previously. And I had done, you know, like some, like type of modeling like that, explicitly, I do model for mm-hmm. campaigns and stuff, but um, explicitly that type of modeling. And I was like, I should do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should finally sit down, market this and create it. And that was like the end of March. It's
0: kind of liberating for you, like to fi- get paid for, or I is it just work now?
2: Uh, it's a hundred percent work. <laughs> um, you know, I think anyone who tries to talk down on sex work not being work has absolutely no idea the amount of work that goes mm-hmm. into anything. It's the same, it's very similar to anyone who's trying to build any sort of branding. So it's yeah. all branding. It's all marketing yourself, creating a demand, doing the accounting, the photography, the management, the promo, the like everything like that.
1: Well, I would feel like um, it would be pretty
2: similar to influencing No, It's a hundred percent similar, yeah. but different emotional labor. It's a lot more emotional labor. And sadly you know, it's not treated at the same level as yeah. influence, sadly, mm-hmm. through so much stigma and manipulation, sadly. And, uh, you know, like, well, people- it's like you're curating an audience, which
1: is exactly yeah. the same thing as Instagram. You're curating really? a community. Yeah. yeah. Except like, I'm doing it for free, essentially. And <laughs> you're getting paid.
2: <laughs> um, well, I'm getting paid for that. You know, I'm still <laughs> fighting tooth and nail to get paid I for, have. you know, the, uh, influencing stuff that I work <laughs> out, I do a lot of emotional labor for free for too. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was getting hypersexualized all the time on my Instagram. And I was like, I need a place to send these people and just like block them and shut mm-hmm. them. Up. You know, I'm like, if they want that type of content, if they want that time for me, my biggest thing is my time is so valuable. So if you're going to be demanding of my time, I'm going to be compensated for it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like my biggest thing is like, I want to be paid to be hot. I don't have any other explanations. I'm not hot. Cause I'm fat. I'm not fat. Cause I'm hot. Like yada yada. I simply am hot existing in this fat body and you're going to pay me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Were you nervous? I mean, I guess you were already getting like hypersexualized and fetishized, you know in that other space that you created on Instagram but were you like nervous about it moving to OnlyFans like that it would be worse or were you not concerned I could, really?
2: I could charge for each interaction okay I could you know control I could delete people out of it you know so it's, it's almost much, better it's better to be perfectly honest yeah um very much so I mean the most thing I was nervous about was Backlash because obviously people still have huge issues with sex work. And I do work in a professional setting. I own my own businesses and things like that. But, you know, I had previously worked in something different years ago. So it wasn't like I was new to sex work. Um, But taking it as an open sex work decision was really something I had to think about Mm -hmm. and figure out like how my life was going to change. You know, being open about that part of my existence and my work. And honestly, I think taking away some of the stigma and, you know, like I feel like trying to fight for my fellow sex workers and like more openness, more community, you know, bringing it more mainstream was like one of the biggest takeaways I decided to make it public. Cause I was like, it doesn't help anyone if I'm trying to pretend to be something else. Right. You know, but it was a big, it was a big uh, decision for me personally because you know I am building these other businesses and you know people do judge for that, but they're already judging me for my Instagram and the way I live and because I'm a fat person in a bikini on a beach, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, did you get any backlash, or was it like more? I did.
0: Of- I did. did.
2: Okay. I definitely, um, I definitely think people, you know, won't openly say the words out loud, but I definitely think I was nervous about clients finding out, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out that my clients knew about it and they're like, wow, you're great at this. You're going to be great at this. (laughs) I'm like, I'm an expert at branding and social media, Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, because I'm generating this much income just doing that. So, you know, like the clients I do have currently that know about it are great and cool with it because it doesn't affect my work whatsoever. (laughs) I
1: read your bustle article.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, it said like you got 50 subscribers like in the first month of doing it. And then and then you were like 120, to 130 subscribers a month. Like currently, I don't know if that's probably gone up, I assume.
2: But yeah, you're like nodding. You're like, yeah, of course. I'm um, <laughs> like, top. It'll go up more. Listen, I haven't reached <laughs> hundred yet. That's like the goal. 200? I'm, like, close. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of subscribers a month.
2: Yeah. Cause I charge $15 a month and then there's wow. things like a lock and all of that stuff. All right. the extras. But, yeah. All the extra stuff. My time. Do you uh, have, do you have like a, re- I don't know if you want to
1: talk about this, but any requests that you find were like,
0: Oh, that was one of my top questions is what's um, the weirdest request you've received.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think because I'm so used to this, like, sex work, sex positive realm that nothing really weirds me out at this point. I just know my nose and what I'm not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just had a request yesterday to make a video of they're going to buy me a swing. I have to find a place to like put the swing and they want a video of me just swinging like in laundry. Like a, a sex swing or a real no, swing? No, a regular a swing. Regular swing outside and
0: yes. then they like in pretty lingerie you're just like yep, swinging. Just swinging. yeah yeah like a, little- also make a really cool um instagram, instagram photo
2: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and they were they saw a video of me riding something what did i do i think it was photos of me in morocco and they're like that was so hot do you have any videos of you riding the camel in morocco and i'm like probably yeah i'll yeah. go look for them i'll send them over yeah <laughs> So, you know, it's it's very interesting. I think one of the things that I really liked is I got paid like $200 to eat a can of whipped cream. Okay. Not all of it. Yeah, it yeah, to, like, but like just, yeah. I, yeah. Want, I want to do that. <laughs> 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 that's the thing. People think it's just like, oh, I'm going to put, I'm going to become a foot like model. I'm oh just like thousands of dollars off feet pics, And I'm like, honey, you go do that. no. Go. I want to go see you go make thousands of dollars off your feet picks. You have literally. I, people not do not understand before.
1: how much work it is. You said Tell that already.
2: Me. yes. But like,
1: I think people, I, you are at a different level. I like for influencing, I feel like people definitely don't get it. It's like, there's so yeah. much work that goes into it. Um And it's not just like taking a photo. It's like no. taking no. a photo, doing a caption. You have to do your makeup, your hair, you have to like. I don't know. There's so much that goes into build, it.
2: You have to build that following is going to genuinely enjoy that content. It's specifically huge. Right. You, you build, build, build that trust and build that trust. 100. Like I think that's my favorite thing about influencing is like my people who have been there are like ride or die, mm-hmm. and they trust me because I don't just say anything or post anything and yeah. I'm not here to sell them stuff to be perfectly honest I'm like sometimes I'll make some money with some posts and it'll be things I genuinely like but I think that they trust to, like when I'm selling something or when I'm promoting something it's like okay cool like great I'm happy Megan's getting paid not like you right. know. yeah I like, love if, that I, yeah, yeah you're right that is something yeah. that, like definitely great. yeah like people I think my favorite part is when I ask genuine questions like I get like 400 responses so, like Genuine responses. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. You did that about um,
1: people that were having issues dating, right? Or it was like
2: the most recent one. Oh gosh, that was like brutal. It was brutal. I I it was about fat people dating explicitly and how their dating life was. And I received that was one that I received like 300 responses. And when I tell you that some of those broke my heart they actively did. And the worst part was so many of the stories were so similar, like Mm -hmm. so many people going through the exact same things, partners hiding them, you know, people shaming them to their face that they loved, Um, feeling like they couldn't date someone ever. You know, there were people who had never been on a date and that were adults that wanted to. It's one thing, obviously, of course, if you don't want to date, that's perfectly (laughs) fine, but actively wanting to and know not feeling comfortable or not having somebody interested um but like those questions are really eye-opening because i feel like people who don't exist you know specifically i can only speak from you know my background existing in the fat body that i do being a mid-sized fat but um you know people who have no idea because i do have followers that are you know normal straight sized you know had no idea until they're following me i'm was one of the first if not the only fat influencers they knew luckily yep. that's gaining thankfully but people I would tell these stories to were like what <laughs> like that happens and I'm like yeah I mean just like me sharing the recent things where I'm on Bumble and people are just like oh, I'm really into like plus size women right now like it's so great we matched,' or like you know, I'm really into your body type currently yeah. as if something special. And, you know, some of my friends are like, people actually say this to you as if you like are an overtly attractive person mm-hmm. <laughs> normally. Mm-hmm. And it's like people who are normal. It's never, you know, it's like everyone's normal. Everyone's doing their thing. I but, just think it's like this huge compliment, you know? Yes. You yes. Like that it's negging too oh 100%. it's like uh, negging
1: yeah we did a whole episode on negging <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> we did but i think also like when we put out our huffington post article um talking about the like the experiences we go through fat women were like thank you for putting that out there which i think you putting people's responses out there like it's also help them not feel as alone like they realized yes, that I'm there sure. were people who are going through the same thing they are and it like validates their responses or their feelings but um I think like ours was like straight size. our friends being like oh okay oh, because yeah. after a while you stop talking about those things to them because yeah, they don't
2: like live with it you yeah living with it every day it's not news to you you know like yeah. the things uh-huh. that happen to me but sometimes they're horrifying it's like I live through it every day Mm -hmm. you know like this is my existence and you know it's worse for so many people as well and that's why we fight to make it not only better for ourselves but for everyone else Mm -hmm. you know when we engage in education and conversation that is the best way to educate people on how other people exist and live and how we're all worthy of respect just at a minimum level you know but um yeah i think sharing it and like showing the actual responses, not just, you know, word of mouth really hammers the point in to be perfectly honest because there's no denying it at that point. You can see, you know, how no one is triggering this conversation. No one is like, this is literally out of the gate. Yep, out of the <laughs> gate. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, it's literally the first thing they say. <laughs> yeah, it's very frustrating for me because I, It's either I'm like a fat, like slum, or I'm like a goddess ethereal thing. And I'm like, can I just be somewhere in the middle? Like, (laughs) you know, I just want to be Megan. I don't know, you know, like that would be nice. And I definitely think that's the people I date are the people that are just like, you're great, not like, you know, I love you so much. You're so gorgeous. Or like like putting you on a pedestal. Yeah. Or you should be lucky I'm even dating you. It's very much like, you're you, I'm me. Like, you know, we're meeting in the middle. Yeah. And then that adoration will grow. Hopefully, you know, the more we talk and date. Yeah. Have you ever
1: dated someone from that you met like via OnlyFans or Instagram?
2: Yes, I have gone on two dates from people with Instagram. Okay. okay. Um, even though I get asked out all the time, but definitely two. I don't. Def- think two have made it through mm. to like dating <laughs> the rigorous <laughs> uh, yes the rigorous uh jump throughs that yeah. they go through funny enough the new thing trend is the people I meet online and talk to or have crushes on follow me on OnlyFans to mm. support so okay. yeah do so, you like that I don't- some people have issues with it. Like I know other sex workers are like, oh God, I actually really like it to be perfectly honest. Um, Cause then they see what I'm posting and there's no secrets. There's no like, well, what is she doing? What is she, you know, like they see it and if they're still into it, like I'm very much into like full clarity and understanding of me and all of my work. And that happens to be one of my jobs, you know? Yeah, I guess so- I didn't think about that like in terms of jealousy. Um, yeah that's why I happen to date a lot of people who are sex positive definitely and are actively learning to work on themselves and cool with that environment but there's definitely a lot of people that make they're very uncomfortable with the OnlyFans you know and that's okay but you know uh, if you're uncomfortable with it we're obviously not going to have a functioning relationship right whatsoever because it's not all of me, which some people also do, where they're like, oh, well, you're OnlyFans, girl, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I also own three businesses <laughs> and sure. have two degrees, but you know, cool. I'm the OnlyFans girl, great. Um, but also I'm not ashamed of that yeah. whatsoever either. So I, I like that my partners to like show that they're interested and supportive sign up. It's, it's actually cute to me. Um, Cause they don't make it weird. They don't like say anything or like, you know, I went on a date with a person Friday and I made a post and he is subscribed to OnlyFans and he was like, I saw your post on OnlyFans and I was on your way to your home. And I was like, I cannot wait to get there. Mm. Things like that, you know?
1: Yeah, that's cute.
2: That's cute. And it's it's supportive. I think like, you know, it is a business.
1: So you want them to support your business and you, right? It's a part yes. of you. Yeah,
2: I get that. Same totally. as like following Meg the pet sitter or being like, what dogs are you walking today? Or the same as like, how's your social media? Like, you know, did you sign any clients today? It's the same thing. Sex work is re- is work, you know, and you want to be around people that understand that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
2: But then you know- also I have a different thing where people will message me to hit on me and be like, Oh, do you need me to make your OnlyFans content? And I'm like, oh my God. No. So that's a pickup line that's horrifying. Do you need, wait, do you need me to
1: like to come over and help you make content?
2: Yeah, like they're trying to be like, I'll be your stunt dick. Yeah like as a pickup line.. Ew. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. You're like, why would you think that would work? Yeah, honestly, it's uh, like I said, it's uh dating's fun yeah so, much- <laughs> <laughs> so oh much fun I'm having so much fun doing it well <laughs> it sounds like you're having some good days. I I feel like I'm so good at getting out the bullshit for the most part mm-hmm. you know but even even the good ones can sometimes be you know like I recently had very I liked someone but not yeah. a lot but we had very like mediocre sex on his part And yet, like, he, like, was trying to, like, not have conversations with me after that. And I'm, like, I'm fine with that. It's, like, I think you were the one, you know, that was more into me. But, you know, even, like, I thought he would be a good person. At least he was in the sex-positive realm and older. So you never know, (laughs) to be perfectly honest. When I have people in my life that I've had, part, they've been partners of mine on and off for, like, years and are still, you know in it and i can call them at any point be like i need help with this and they would
0: mm-hmm.
2: so i feel like i've been really blessed as well yeah. with the people i've dated which okay. i don't know if anyone else can say that for the most part
1: no i mean i think that's pretty rare yeah um okay if we're if you were going to give advice to our listeners on like how to like get out there and start dating um and i don't i hate saying like have the confidence because it's not
2: No, but this is something we're so like, I think us as fat influencers, confidence is like a trigger word. Right. Um, this is actually, I think, appropriate. Okay. Because <laughs> it does actually take confidence to put yourself out there. True. Be and vulnerable. Be comfortable and take the risk. Like this is something that's actually really risky, especially existing in marginalized bodies. So I think this this specific thing we can say confidence, but okay. I understand why you're like, don't tell Megan that she's confident. Uh, I-, I, I hate confident. it. I hate and when people say they- it to me. I am confident. I'm not confident for eating a burger right and not hating myself i'm not confident because i'm putting clothes on my body that you think i shouldn't be right. but i am confident <laughs> by the way that i exist in the world the risks i t- take and the way i navigate you know that's the difference and it's like i like to say i am i know i'm a confident woman like you know i'm fucking badass but like i also have times where i'm like i'm really sad and anxious and i'm not confident all the freaking time in the world. I mean, know? I w- think it's fair to say that you're very confident
1: when you date. And I think, yes, that that's...
2: I am very confident when I date. Hundred. So how
1: would you tell someone or give advice to someone who wants to be confident when they date?
2: Yes. So the things I suggest are knowing your boundaries and sticking to your boundaries, sticking to what you are looking for, what you are flexible on and what are your absolute no's. Don't let other people because something might be working slide into it when the boundaries are not going to be respected or it's not going to be the thing that you actually want. I also say, you know, I know dating feels like a very serious thing and like that's great, but especially when you're just on the apps and you're swiping, you have to keep in mind that the way that people navigate online dating is that it's a source of abundance. So people are just swiping not actually really paying attention. And it's kind of a numbers game. So don't take that personally, just concentrate on the matches you do have and creating those connections. And then worry about whether it's working or not when you're on the actual date, but be clear that like, if something feels like met or no, move past it. And I think another thing that I really suggest is like, don't worry about them I feel like we have this idea of like, well, I have to prove that I'm a fat person. I have to put exactly what I look like. Yeah, I understand that fear hundred percent because we never want to show up on a date and be disappointing to someone, mm-hmm. but like also don't actively be like, well, I'm a fat, like, you know, like they, if they're seeing photos of you, they're gonna know, like, just be honest, put photos that make you comfortable but are honest about the way you look, but that make you happy. They're going to know that you're fat and you don't have to like spell it out for them. And if that's something they're not comfortable with, bye, move on. That's not your job to change anyone. You know, if they're not going to be thrilled as hell sharing a space with you, they're not worthy of your time and your effort. Like I am no longer apologizing for the way I look or the way that I exist in the world. It's like you either like it or you don't. I honestly don't care otherwise. Mm
0: -hmm. So we have a private Facebook group and, um, to your last point, a girl was like, I've been talking to this guy and he wants to meet me, but I'm like, I'm, she's, she's like trying to tell him that she's fat and he's not believing her or he's, or he's saying, oh, girls always say that. Like, yeah. and just like going on. And I'm like, this, well, this is what happens when you have to explicitly say something. Yeah. But also um, like go out with him and like, just see what happens if he's saying, okay, I know, or do what I like, just go. Unless it gives you the ick what he's saying.
2: Yeah, I'm like, it's also weird that he's just like, no, people are just saying that as if it's bad that she's possibly fat. So that, I'm like, that's the only- That's the only like, downside, that's yeah. The red flag that I see. Cause I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm telling you, like, then you're just like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. I see what you look like. Great, let's yeah. move on. But the fact that he's like, I feel like, no, you're not. Like that's- mm-hmm. That's the that's weird part. The only weird part where I'm like, you know, maybe because he's not listening to you, mm-hmm. And ignoring that, I would be like, maybe not go out with that person, but not the fact that you're like, like I said, I feel like so many people were like, I have to prove my fatness. And I'm like, I, people are going to know, just put honest photos, you know, like yeah. photos you have to like explicitly be like, here is my, you know, my dimensions, but, you know, just be honest with your profiles. Because I, I think the biggest complaint, cause I do talk to men about like, I eventually want to become a sex and dating coach um, once I find the free time because I enjoy it and um, you know one of the things that I talk to men about and it's like people it's not that they're ugly or like more you know a bigger size in person it's the fact that they lie and that they tune and mimic photos so much that the person they see in person doesn't look anything like their profile which I think is a fair complaint
0: it is a fair complaint yeah. We can
2: have that complaint for most men as well. We can, yeah, a hundred percent. So I think being honest, I think my number one compliment that I get while dating is when I show up on a date and they're like, You look like your profile photos.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Like I was not surprised whatsoever with the person that came. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten that at in influencer events too. They're like, Oh,
1: oh you do it. Yeah. Oh my God, you look exactly like your photos. I'm like, isn't yeah. that the point?
2: Isn't yeah, like- so much lying I mean even in the influencer stuff I it's it's sadly a thing and I feel like that's you know something that you and I have in common. it's like that authenticity um, I definitely think like I get that from your page as well is like you know like we're not here to like
0: no, we're here to be that. us
2: yeah to be us like we're very much we have voices and that's why people like us. I think there's a lot of nobody saying anything and a lot of people lying. To their audience yeah. as well, which I'm not crazy about. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm more an activist than an influencer. Not right. to be a brat, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> not to be like anti-influencing. But it took me a long time to accept that. Like, oh yeah, I guess I technically am an influencer, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone has influence, right? Everyone you know, can have everyone influence. Everyone has
1: influence. Um, but yeah, I think you're you're so right. And I don't know. Sometimes people will share they'll be like I in our Facebook group they'll be like oh I'm gonna put up photos where I'm fatter than I actually am now so that they
2: like I know know. but I understand the fear because I think that's one of our biggest fears is meeting up with someone and not meeting their expectation or like going against their expectation and it's scary because it's like you're putting yourself in a vulnerable place you're meeting new people you know especially if you're not at the same place that others are in regards to body acceptance mm-hmm. and body neutrality. We're all at different points in our own journey. You know, I'm not expecting everyone to be like me and be like, fuck you, you're gonna <laughs> take this body or not. I'm like, no, of course not. And I still have moments where I feel uncomfortable or like things like that. You, you know, the person, you know, I just was on a date with Friday happens to be a model, like an actual model, very thin, has six-pack abs you know, the whole thing. And sometimes I have to like, think about why I'm having these thoughts of feeling uncomfortable, because they're clearly comfortable, the way I look, and it's like unpacking those biases, you know, but at the same time, you don't have to, you know, compensate for something that's just you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, let yourself exist the way that your body's existing. And be honest, because I mean, what relationships start? great on dishonesty Absolutely.
0: none of them <laughs> none of them yeah so no that's good that's I think that's really great advice thanks that's so
1: advice bad. I'm gonna take
0: some of it too thank you for coming on and joining us I know. yeah
2: yeah no problem of course thanks for having me I'm like this is one of the things I nerd about so I'm like of course I want to be
0: <laughs> on it
2: <laughs> know. Um, well, Megan I- where-
0: oh no sorry. you go no you go no you go you go you go fuck go I was just gonna nerd out about
1: how much I love her and that I was so glad oh. that she came on the show
2: <laughs> oh my goodness I love that I was excited so to be on you. the show I was, like, oh, I was like I missed the one spot you had and I was like yes I have to come back again you had a boo Cheyenne on so I was like yeah. well, we have to do it yeah uh, Cheyenne and so I great piggyback off the same stuff all the time because I adore her and she's like one of my biggest supporters too so I was super excited to see her on the show yeah. um but yeah like I feel like the more we talk about this the the better it is because there's so many people who feel alone mm-hmm. this kind of stuff and it's just happening to them and it's like yeah. oh it's well not. And I
1: think people need to see other people um I don't want to be like saying being successful, but like being confident and dating and like people. moving through life and like seeing that it can happen, like that you can see the, cause we don't see it represented in TV and movies and all this stuff. And if we do, it's in a weird way. So I feel like it's just like, you need to see normal people doing normal things like, and seeing yourself in them. And I think that's the biggest yeah. thing that we get out of this. Right. Yeah. Um, So anyway, thank you so much for coming. And um, where can we, if anyone wants to find you, where can they find you?
2: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm Miss Giggles. It's M-S-G-I-G-G-G-L-E-S. And then if you are interested in any of the things I do, my businesses, um, you know, or OnlyFans, even if you want to subscribe, we take all people there. Um, All my links are on my Instagram bio.
0: Thank you so much, Megan. Make sure you go give her a follow. Alex and I are going to take a little break. We'll be back on July 16th with a new episode. And in the meantime, you can catch up with us on socials. We're at SwipeFat on TikTok and Instagram. And we have our private Facebook group, which you can search Fat Podcast to join. Um, we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye. Bye.